0: Hey guys, welcome back to an ADHD Clyde's where we talk about fan submitted subjects in as fast amount of time as we possibly can. I hope you enjoy.
1: So episode nine. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, Three hundred and sixty is what I think I calculated us out right right before. Three hundred and sixty downloads. Yeah, downloads. Like.
0: Shit's crazy. Two days like, it's gone up. Like what? 25,
1: 30? Yeah. In two days, so that's.
0: Fucking crazy. Yeah. You guys are ridiculous.
1: So you were saying you wanted to cover some before we get Yeah, we were,
0: we were talking about beforehand about work and free time. Like, are, are you liable for what you do in your free time because you're supposed to keep image on work or whatever, mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. So there's the debate that I, I was, I listened about and I've thought about. So like in Colorado, where marijuana is legal... Should you be able to be get in trouble at work? Like if they drug test you during the week and you fail a drug test, whether you smoke that day or not, because I mean you could smoke on Friday night after work and that mm-hmm. THC will be in your system until the next weekend. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. So I kind of feel both ways on this. Mm-hmm. I I've, and I don't I don't know how you would gauge it. So I I feel that you shouldn't be judged on your free time. I don't I don't feel that what you do in your free yeah, time. you
0: away from work is, is has nothing, nothing to do, to do with you work. At work mm-hmm.
1: To a point, like if you work for a corporation and you do nothing but badger the corporation, the, like that kind of thing. Not that you should. I think that there shouldn't be. And so that's you mean like
0: hard. like if you went you you went out of your way to, to try to like, like deface the the people that you work for? Yeah, yeah.
1: Like, I think that could be it, mm-hmm. but I think if, like, I think that it's, like, I would not say that, like, smoking marijuana, legal, but your company says it's not. I would say if your company says you can't smoke,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like, for my company we have power equipment, I think if you use power equipment and you're under the influence, even well, if it's so, prior.
0: So, here's the thing, is one of the things they were talking about, is drug tests back in the day, or how we think of them... It just says, oh, there's THC in the system. Mm-hmm. Can't tell when, can't tell whatever. Like, you could have just smoked this morning, and it shows THC in your system, or you could have smoked four days ago on the weekend, and it still shows the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. But drug tests now have gotten so accurate that they can actually see the time frame on your, what are they called, metabolites? Mm-hmm. So your body breaking down the THC, and they know that the half-life of THC is blankety blank blank yeah. in your system so they can say oh he's at this level that means he smoked three days ago mm-hmm. so he's not impaired right now mm-hmm. and he's not he." so like let's say accidents do happen mm-hmm. and you know what I mean you're using the power equipment and some random accident happens and you have to go get drug tested mm-hmm. god forbid you are a, you on the weekend and somebody else causes an accident and you have to get drug tested and that company says well tough shit that's just the policy
1: yeah, and honestly, like, I don't...
0: But, if they use these newer drug tests that can test the metabolites and say, oh, he wasn't impaired while using the power equipment, it was just actually an accident, and then we can just, instead of firing him because of policy, we can just give him more training
1: or whatever. So, to, to my normal human being side of me, mm-hmm. says I totally 100% agree my like my, my brain of how things work they wouldn't they would find anything it could have been they could show that they smoked last month and they were like there was THC in there yeah like, but
0: see that's the thing that's i think that stigma is changing so much cuz there's what like 14 states where it's Legal now, mm-hmm. not just medically. It's actually legal. The the stigma of just because there's THC in your system does not mean that you're impaired.
1: Yeah, but the company's gonna find any way to get out of it.
0: But why would the company? Why would you? Because it's gonna cost way more money to retrain somebody,
1: mm-hmm.
0: especially let's say somebody that's that that's been there that long. That's, well, yeah, well, I, mean, yeah, it comes, I guess comes I guess. down to it. Why would they not want to keep keep those people?
1: Because <clears throat> then the shows on record that they had an accident it was their fault.
0: Okay, so it was just an accident. I don't feel like... Accident happened all the time, regardless whether somebody has THC in their system or not. Oh,
1: I know. I'm not not saying anything about that. I'm just saying, I think the majority of the time, and maybe it's just my poor look on it, is that they're going to find their way to get out of it, to pay the bill. Mm -hmm. Like, I just... Well,
0: and see, and I think think when we first both got into the workforce, I feel that that's how it was. I feel Mm -hmm. like that's how it was for our parents and how they grew up, and it was just the corporation just pretty much had or the the company that you work for it didn't even have to be a huge corporation it was just whoever your was your boss pretty much had complete control over whatever happens in your life and i think it's now getting to that point that they're realizing that that they can't be that way because of our generation it's not it's not necessarily the the pay of the job that's important to to people because uh, we're millennials it's it's the quality of the job it's how you feel at the job i don't want to be like my dad going to work every day and hating life and dreading getting out of bed and dreading going to work you know what i mean mm-hmm. i i still have days like that but i love my job like mm-hmm. i love my boss that i work for he's super understanding like i've never had a job in my life that i can say hey man i'm having a real rough day with depression anxiety family stuff whatever he's like take the day off. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Like take a personal day. I've never had a company do that before. And it was when I first started. I was having some family stuff and having anxiety about money and depression and blah, 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 blah. And he, one of my coworkers said something to him and he pulled me in the office. It wasn't like I asked or I looked it up. Like he pulled me in the office and was like, Hey dude, like if you need a break or if you need, need a day, he's like, go ahead and take a day. He's like, it's no skin off on my back. Like, we're still gonna be making money. You're just gonna be a little bit behind when you get back. As long as you know that, do your thing, dude. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think a lot more companies are starting to lean that way and realizing. I mean,
1: I I, I don't know more comp I don't know. It, maybe I think com-
0: companies realizing that, especially like for me, I have to leave work sometimes mm-hmm. early to go pick up Soph. Mm-hmm. No questions. No no issues, no qualms, having to change a schedule because you're a new dad. Mm-hmm. It sucks for some people. Like, it puts a lot more pressure on other positions or other people in that job, but they're doing it. I mean, five years ago, they, they wouldn't. People would tell us to fuck mm-hmm. off and be like, tough shit, dude, get to work.
1: Yeah, I I don't know. I, I guess it could be changing, but I really don't think that they're going to change. Like, maybe down the road, I just, I really don't think that they're ever going to go out there and be like, you know what, let's do the best for them. Like, they're going to always pretend, like and every corporation's always going to be like, we, we're looking out for you. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to paying the bill, I, I don't, maybe it's just my mistrust in corporations. Oh, definitely. Because, With, like,
0: and Which which I understand. They're going to find mean, any snake For the hole. majority of the time, that's how it's been. Mm-hmm. But I mean, look at the job market now. Yeah. I mean, the two biggest generations and the two biggest workforces in this country are baby boomers who are now getting so old that they're going to retire and they don't give a shit anymore. And millennials. We're the biggest generation now. We're bigger than any other. There's more of us than there are anybody else. Mm-hmm. And when we say, I don't, I'm not going to work for you because it doesn't, it's not conducive to me. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's not a being lazy. It's mm-hmm. not a not wanting to work. You know what I mean? It's, there's now the pick the litter now where I can be like, okay, hey, I can work here and hate my job and grind it out. And I mean, at least it pays me, or I can take a dollar less an hour, have a more flexible schedule, have, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The free time that I need to have as a dad. Like, that, I did that for a whole year. It turned out that it was a poor decision on my part because I, I wasn't able to. To be financially sound like I needed to be, but it afforded me the three days a week to have Sophie every single week for a year and a half, and it was better for Sophie. Sucked for me, but it was better for Sophie.
1: I don't know. I don't think, back on track, I don't think that, like, I don't I don't think that they're ever going to... Not I shouldn't say ever, because everything is changing, and it's, it is different, for sure, but I don't think that they're going to say, hey, like... You were under any kind of influence, not just THC, just anything that's... No like, influence. Like, it's just in... It yeah. can be
0: in your system and not...
1: But I I, not be I don't think you. that they're ever going like, to... Like, like, some jobs, maybe. Your job, maybe. But, like, people that drive forklift 24-7, that drive truck, they probably aren't going to... And
0: I, and I like, get that, but, like, how many, how many of our friends that are still avid pot smokers are functioning, high-functioning potheads? That, that you wouldn't like, you wouldn't be able to tell unless you had been their friend for years and years and years.
1: Then what about them? That doesn't matter because the the company's still going to say you can't be under the influence. I don't think that they should be held. I don't think that they should be held accountable for what they do in their spare time. But the company's still going to show and say, well, you got in this truck accident and you show any kind of THC. Or, and I and I agree like, with that. But, but that's,
0: that's what I'm saying is... If, I don't
1: think that will ever change. Even if you're not... Or not a, ever. I think it will be a very long time before that right. changes.
0: But And I and I completely agree. I mean, if you're high at work and like, you get in an accident, then that's yeah. your fault. Yeah. Shouldn't have been high at work. Mm-hmm. But if you get high on the weekends and you're not high at work and yeah. you're a responsible adult... I don't show up to work drunk, but I have drinks sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Should I get in trouble two days later because of an accident and I... At, Happen to have some alcohol.
1: Well, it like, would just be like it would just be it would I would then that and, that, and that to compare that it would just be like anything else. Like you can drink on the weekends and you can go into work the next day and still be drunk. And if your blood the alcohol level is the, right, if above I'm above it, if
0: I'm still drunk, but if yeah. I'm not drunk anymore, but and it just people, so happens to show that there's metabolites, if you if you piss test me on Monday morning and I'm completely sober, yeah, it then, shows that I drank yesterday.
1: Well, that do you know what I mean? Then that would be fine because you were underneath the limit. And I actually don't know how power equipment works because I just that's like the most strictest thing I can think mm-hmm. of. Um, but like, I, I, if they did something with THC lab, then like that level, I don't know how they would do that though. I don't.
0: Well, it's they know they they have certain levels too. It's the same. It's blood alcohol level. They have the same thing for the amount of THC in your blood, blood system, or whatever. They have they have tests just.
1: Yeah, but like one of our friends that smokes twenty four seven are they like. Because like being high is a little bit different because it, and I could be wrong because I haven't done it for so long, but like if they have a high amount of THC in their system, mm-hmm. they could still be completely normal and I could have just a tiny 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 little bit and I would be off the hinges.
0: Well I mean it's the same thing with yeah. drinking. I yeah. can drink a whole lot more than you can before yeah. I'm as drunk as you but are. my
1: blood alcohol level is that's what I'm saying my blood alcohol level isn't as high. so that's what I'm saying like how do you know where that is? And I guess you would just have to go with it and say that there's a level.
0: Well, yeah, there were I mean obviously the hard thing with marijuana just getting legalized now is there was years and years and years that it should have been studied and been put into actually taking regulation you know just it. yeah, just like they did with with alcohol mm-hmm. so it's it's on on the doorstep but I, I I think that what you do in your free time should not affect. Your work, obviously, as a responsible adult, I'm yeah. not going to show up kind of drunk. I'm not going to drive to work kind of drunk. I'm, yeah. not, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like there's, there's always levels to mm-hmm. that. But I would, I would think that if we, if it is legal, if weed's legal, and we decide we wanted to smoke a joint on Friday night and get super toasted on Friday night, and then have the whole weekend, and then whatever happens the All next right. week should not be. We shouldn't be held accountable at work for it. Yeah, no I shouldn't agree. be able to lose my job.
1: Mm-hmm. So, and then here, here's like uh, here's another concept. Do you think any other, not really hardcore drug, but do you think any other drug on the market will ever become legal to take? Like pot's always been the one that's been like on that border. You know what I mean? It's right. always well, been there because
0: it was so misclassified. Yeah, I,
1: mean, I totally agree. But do you think any of them ever will be? I think so. Class, I like... think
0: I think psychedelics are are getting to be more understood and it's getting to be more accepted. And you know what I mean. Instead of uh, more of a more of one of those things that you like go to like a clinic and have a guided trip or yeah, shit like that. I, I, you I know I never what I mean.
1: About that, maybe maybe yeah, that could be. I could see that happening.
0: Well, because because science. I mean, obviously marijuana got so locked down and so weirdly classified that that we haven't been able to do studies on it, but scientists have done studies on like psilocybin and there's, there's places all over the country that are like psilocybin clinics. They show that it resets your brain. It helps with depression. It helps with um, anxiety issues. Like it completely rebalances the uh, chemistry of your brain. So it actually is super beneficial. Microdosing helps people with ptsd like all forms of ptsd whether it's soldiers or whatever you not getting crazy stupid talking to a tree tripping your balls <laughs> off like just little micro
1: doses talking so puppets yeah um i
0: don't know so maybe maybe psychedelics or sorry. i know there are some countries out there that decriminalized everything
1: yeah i uh, yeah i don't know i don't i don't I, psychedelics i would i would when you first said, I was like, eh, I don't know. But then thinking about it, yeah, that mm-hmm. could probably help. Um, the other ones, I don't think they'll ever be completely, completely delegalized. I think they'll always have some kind of control substance or a mirror to that. So like right. meth will never become like legal, but they'll have decriminalized. Yeah, yeah. But well, it's like those. But they'll little... have concept of exactly something else that's like more healthy.
0: Right. Well, there's <laughs> there's like those clinics they have in like the Scandinavian... Countries, excuse me. Um that give um opiates. That they, they give you clean, free opiates and free needles and there's a nurse on hand and they're there and help you know, shoot then. up and then you go off and go do your own thing and apparently it's worked phenomenally.
1: I don't know. I guess not maybe. I don't know, I don't we'll know. see. I don't know either. Because, uh, I, like But I said, there's one
0: thing about I mean like norway or sweden doing it when they have 30 million people or not even 30 million it's like 8 million people and then you have 330 million here in the united states it's scaling something like that is what's hard
1: and upscaling is always rough well speaking of weird things um do you collect anything is the first question
0: Mm.
1: i collect Um. coin like I, i have some cool coins um, Rachel collects coins, too. That's it, really, that I have. For I collect
0: collection. rocks that my daughter gives me. <laughs> <laughs> um, get ready for that, by the way.
1: Yeah, I can't wait to collect. Spe- special rocks. I can't wait for little dirt trails. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for... Um,
0: not necessarily. I don't... I could get super cheesy and be like, I collect memories. Oh, Aww. Aww.
1: And I... Um,
0: no, I don't, I don't have anything like I have, I have some hockey memorabilia that I think is really cool. Mm-hmm. I little things here and there, but nothing really that I'm like, Ooh, like, yeah, I gotta I like... make sure I start collecting blah, 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 blah. Yeah.
1: Um, I, like I said, I collect coin cause I think, I think it's really crazy to have a bunch of different like money and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But like,
0: I used to do that.
1: We do have more collections. I just thought about this cause uh, we're in the kitchen. Uh, we collect magnets from across the world mm-hmm. like when people travel so we magnets and um shot glasses
0: shot glasses and keychains
1: keychains yep we do collect those from across the world we have a lot of crazy like places that you wouldn't think we have them from like Thailand is um Japan like, Again, this is all people that like out to Korea um, I, and that, this is just from here, like, not even including the states. Right. Um, but yeah, there's plenty. Like, our fridge is gonna be full of everything soon. One day. Right. We had to start putting our keychains in, like, a separate bag, because we were getting so many, like... Right. So I was like, oh okay. well, yeah,
0: I remember, I remember me traveling around, and Rachel would always be like, pick me up a keychain. Like, yeah. I, for me, that kind of stuff, I, like, it's cool that you guys have it, but for me, I'm like... I want to be the one to go get it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like well, if yeah. I'm if I'm gonna get a souvenir from Thailand, I want to be the one to go get the souvenir from Thailand.
1: Well, yeah, but like, I, <laughs> you think I'm gonna to travel to Thailand, Japan, yeah. Korea? I like... mean,
0: I mean, to be fair, <laughs> less than a year ago, no, <clears throat> yeah, you weren't that person that would travel. Now you're a person that travels.
1: Mm-hmm. So well, I'm, I'm just saying, like, I, I it's cool to have them from there. Oh, for sure. Um, other than that, I don't really collect anything. So, the next question is, is if you wake up tomorrow as an animal, what animal would you choose to be and why? I already... Mine's like hand down, lockdown, down. I just have an addiction. Like, if I... Like, for some reason...
0: I think uh, we both have obsessions like with animals. Yeah, like... like yours is with tigers.
1: I love them. Like, uh, I love them. And why is all. owls? With... It's cool. Owls look cool. I just, I don't see the obsession. And I probably don't see the obsession with tigers, but I just. No, yeah. I understand. Tigers like, are fucking badass. Yeah, I just, I love tigers. I dude. mean, like.
0: The horned owl is the tiger in the sky. Yeah, I'm just. Like, no other bird can fuck up a horned owl other than a horned owl.
1: That's really cool. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like, don't be wrong, but I mean, cool, but you're, like.
0: You're talking about a flying tiger.
1: Yeah. They um, can
0: they can fly with a small deer in their talons and yeah. just fly away.
1: A tiger can carry a large deer. Can't yeah. fly, which, don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong, can't fly. But a tiger...
0: They don't have asymmetrical hearing, they don't have...
1: I'm not saying they're not, I'm not comparing they them. Don't,
0: they're not completely silent. They're, they can be pretty quiet. Yeah. They don't have night vision. Yeah, they might have. I don't know.
1: I don't know that much about tigers. They just look badass. Like they
0: do look cool. I mean, owls look dope too. Yeah,
1: but I don't know. That that would be the animal that I wake up, and that's the only reason that I like it is because they look badass. I love the way tigers (laughs) look. Yeah, like every freaking every time that I get switch my computer, I always have a tiger on my background.
0: Yeah,
1: I used to have a tiger on my phone forever until I had Gabe.
0: (laughs) Yeah. See, and I've since I lived on the farm in. I, it's owls, man, because we had a pair of horned owls on the farm. It was a, a male and a female mate, mating couple, and they mate for life, and they used to hang around the farm, and I had a ridiculous amount of free time. And I would just study them and watch them, and it got to the point where they actually got comfortable with me being close. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I could, I could sit next to the tree that they were hanging out in maybe five, six feet above me, and I could read a book or listen to a podcast or play on my phone or whatever and they wouldn't have any problem with it. There's actually a thing that they do. They um they they extend their wings out and they bow to each other as like a as like a greeting or like a like a sign of respect. And the female started doing it to me like as I would come out of the house and she'd be sitting in the tree next to the house. She would bow to me so like she started getting comfortable with me being around all the time. And we there's this big huge pond out in the backyard and they would hoot and they, so they, they talk to each other and they hoot back and forth and they go in, in sequence and then one night I just was fucking around outside smoking a cigarette and I hooted after the male and so then it became a thing that the female would hoot, the male would hoot, I would hoot, the female would hoot, the male would hoot, I would hoot and we would go in a circle and if I didn't hoot the male would hoot again to be like dude it's your turn like, the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, we're doing a thing here. Keep hooting back. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's cool. That's yeah. cool. Um, I, I I liked... I've always kind of liked tigers. I was yeah. never, like, crazy obsessed with them until we went... I can't remember where we went. I want to say it was, like, a fair or something. But I, I, I don't recall it. I just remember going to this. They did this, like, these tigers, and they, and they had this albino tiger. And I don't know how accurate this is. I've never heard this before. But they say that albino tigers can never be in the wild. Like they are yeah, die. They're, no, they're not born in the wild. They're only a captive Oh, animal. really? Like, the only way that you can have an albino tiger is in captivity. <laughs> which, I have never heard that tell that one thing. Um, so I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. But then you see all these pictures of them. Like, it looks like they're in the wild. Mm-hmm. So I was like, eh, whatever. But anyways, I um, just watching them and all the different kinds. And, like, dude, they're they're big badass cats yeah they're the
0: biggest cat in the world
1: like they they look badass the biggest
0: and the strongest so like we went they're dope as fuck
1: it was cool because when we went and watched them like we that's not why we were there to go see them or anything but they were there and afterwards we were just like wow this is cool and there was like a whole bunch of them and this lady was in this cage or whatever with them and so we actually got to go up and talk to them and Talk to the lady and stuff, mm. and they were telling us a whole bunch of different stuff. So
0: that's way cool. It was really
1: cool, and I think that's what made my fascination with them more than other animals. Because I've have mm-hmm. gone to like every freaking zoo across the freaking states, right? And mm-hmm. like, I've seen a lot of different animals. And I've been up mm-hmm. close with a lot of different animals, but the tiger like stood out my mind in the most, right? So
0: and and that's that's how I feel about the the owl, I, especially after the whole farm, yeah. like being there and actually getting to. Not be, like, up close and personal, but, like, to interact and to study and and just be there with them. It's it's incredible. I mean, you think fucking almost a seven-foot-wide wingspan, and it's maybe a foot and a half, two feet tall. Little, you know could- and I've held one, and they're pretty light for, I mean, for such a big bird, you would think that it was way heavier. Uh. And it's way light, and you're just like, that is the most badass flying animal out there, like no other raptor, like bird of prey, fucks with great horned owls.
1: <laughs> um, so the next question we've kind of covered a little bit in the very very first podcast. Mm-hmm. So I figured we, we will kind of gauge on a more um one on one topic with each one. So the question is is the truth is there truth behind old school monsters? So I'm I'm thinking like um we'll start like with the mummy coming alive that's yeah. probably just fear of death and like that kind of stuff like i don't think there ever was a mummy Ooh, yeah, that came su- back alive
0: superstition
1: yeah um so like that one i was easy but like what's it, the swamp thing that's like the oh, fish yeah. is that what it is the swamp thing mm-hmm. like I, I i don't think that like i don't think that there's ever there might have been like I, I don't know where that one where it came from. I
0: think that's just misunderstanding of seeing something yeah. scary in the swamp because yeah. the swamp is scary. I think it's it's the same thing as like the Loch Ness Monster I think was just a, a fictional like it was it was fun to tell kids or like any, any folk tale or fable back in the day. A lot of it was to manipulate the population.
1: And I'm starting with the easiest ones first because once you get into some of the other ones they get like more deep. So like um, like, uh, I just had it in my head.
0: Like, Mothman, I don't think was ever based on anything. No, I don't, I, I don't I, think so I, either. I think that's a like, urban legend and it's not real.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. And, um, not, um, Bigfoot is one that's like... we've yeah, based of off about...
0: of, it, yeah, based off of Gigantopithecus or whatever yeah. it's called.
1: So, and I think, I don't think one could be, maybe one was around or something, I don't know. Like... But I don't think
0: possibly. Like, I mean, the the fact that like Native Americans talk about the Sasquatch and and yeah. stuff like that. So like, like old old tales from around. No, it could have been around back po- then, but I don't I don't know about now.
1: Yeah, like there's just, there's just no way. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but one of them that I think is more accurate is Frankenstein. I think Frankenstein could have been... Maybe not as real as we think, that he, like, came alive well, and we, killed his
0: Well, we agent. know where Frankenstein like, came from.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying, though, like...
0: Like, it was just a random book written by What's-Her-Face and... like well,
1: I, know, I know, but I'm just saying, like... I, 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 think
0: it, I think it was, like, in college, like, her... Like, they didn't really have, like, horror genre back then. Mm-hmm. That's not really something that Protestant yeah. and Catholic people did. Yeah. Like, the Bible was already scary enough. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, yeah. And, like, they were having a competition her and her her friends in college or some shit like that and she wrote a book to scare them just as bad as Revelations would or some shit like that mm-hmm. and she wrote Frankenstein Yeah, but I don't think that was based on no 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 I, I'm not
1: saying like I'm not saying that it has to be that exact story mm-hmm. like not like Dracula Dracula was like definitely a real person but, yeah. yeah like but I'm saying like if if there were real kind of like Bigfoot like yeah I think Bigfoot was real but I think Frankenstein could be real if somebody was like doing that where they were trying not that the monster would come alive but that whole scenario is a very real scenario that i think could
0: happen oh like a doctor from like, the victorian area yeah. trying to stitch back mm-hmm. like human body parts to like just to, try to, to breed it. life back into yeah. it. well yeah I, yeah we that was one of the things that that came up in that first podcast is that because it was so underground mm-hmm. because it, you weren't supposed to do it so oh yeah they had a lot more free reign of what they would do. Like, mm-hmm. I pay some skeevy dude to go steal me a fresh corpse.
1: Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm not saying that, like, they came alive and, they like, killed people I, like... I could see, you I know could what see mean. in the
0: Victorian era one of those doctors, like, thinking, ooh, look, ele- we just found out about electricity. I wonder what blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and so stuff.
1: that's what I mean. Like, I don't think that, like, it was, like... It's very actual... plausible. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Especially
0: for the time period. Like, if you put your headspace in that time frame mm-hmm. and not even knowing half of what they... They still... Electricity, like, was brand new that decade, and they thought that it was magic. <laughs> like... <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, look at the magic. Um, But... And, of course, Dracula, I think, is the the realest thing that we actually have documentation on. Not mm-hmm. sucking blood, of course, but... He
0: drank blood. But he, not, like, not, turning not into for, a vampire. Yeah, not for sustenance, but... Yeah. Like, as an intimidation thing. Flat tapish, like, he was the impaler. He drank the blood of his enemies well, yeah, and yeah,
1: dude, think about it. Like if you like were like at that time and you're like, that motherfucker is drinking some blood. Or, like...
0: And who was it? It was the um the Ottomans were, were coming in and trying to take over Romania and like he was defending his country and his kingdom. Yeah. He was just like, I don't fucking care. I'm gonna do whatever it takes to scare the shit out of these people because they have a way bigger army. They have way better weapons. What is my only tactic here? I'm gonna use the the topography of the land to my advantage and I'm gonna scare the shit out of everybody and I'm gonna be able to field just of impaled Ottoman soldiers
1: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, so like yeah okay. I um, I think that's pretty much most of the old school monsters you yeah. know what I mean cause like if you go into all like the new ones like that's all happened and I can't like, I don't know the whole story cause it was actually informed of, I have my mom informed me about this one is uh there was uh, up in Idaho somebody reenacted Scream. Did you hear about this? Mm-mm. So Scream, the core where they go and kill the, the 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 people dress up in the Scream costume and they go. I guess it got like two kids really did it.
0: Mm-hmm. Like
1: went out and found a girl, and I wish I would have had more on this. But
0: oh, I know what you are talking about. It's not Scream. It's Slender Man.
1: It was it Slenderman? My mom, yeah, my mom was, said Scream, so I actually was, didn't read was, this one.
0: Well, because he wears all black yeah, yeah, and has a big yeah, yeah, white yeah, yeah, face, yeah. but he's, he's super lanky. Like, well, maybe that's where she got Slenderman from. is actually an actual folktale mm-hmm. from Germany. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I've read something like that. It was like two girls killed another girl. No, like, these are
1: two boys. So I don't know. Okay. I should have looked more into it when my mom told me about it, but I, we were just so having we talked about old school mm-hmm. monsters, and I forgot we even had this. But, anyways. Um, we'll just move on. Okay, I'm kind of distracted <laughs> on that one. Um, so, and this—it's funny. This one should have came up uh, on the last cast because we actually talked something similar. So, it's what's the most ridiculous thing your parents ever did to embarrass you? Like we talked about things that we've done to be embarrassed mm-hmm. about. Like, what, what's the thing that your parents—and we'll add in sibling—because, like,
0: intentionally or unintentionally, either
1: way. Most embarrassing thing that you could be like, God damn it, parents!
0: See, I... a lot.
1: <laughs> I mean, I
0: not necessarily one one particular thing. Just my family is embarrassing. <laughs> you just like. I mean, I'm... I to be fair, my my immediate family, like grandma and pop, are great. Mm-hmm. But like my mom and my sister are a little embarrassing. So a lot of times, but. Like, I think the, like, a childhood thing that I can think of that was super embarrassing, but it wasn't meant to be embarrassing, is we went to, what is it, all-year-round all, all year round school where they have the different tracks? I think,
1: I think that's what they call it, yeah. Yeah,
0: so there's, like, A, B, and C track or whatever, and all the kids have different times and different days yeah. off, and it's, like, all of that shit, so somebody's at school all year round, and I I went to a babysitter till I was, like... 12 years old in in woods cross and so like i would get dropped off at her house and then i would walk to school and walk home and i had a friend that also went there that lived in that area but he was on a different track than i was and so i got out early one day and i knew he got out like four hours after me and i had one of my friends in in my class on my track who just lived right behind the school so i was like oh well i'll just go over to to Jordan's house. His name was Jordan as well. I'll just go over to his house, hang out until till Tyler gets done with school and then me and Tyler will walk back to walk back to Francis's house, our babysitters. And Francis called my mom because I didn't show up on time. Like I didn't I didn't think yeah. about that. You know what I mean? Like but my mom at the time was working at the sheriff's office and I have never seen my mom so pissed, <laughs> fucking flying out the back door of my elementary school in Woods Cross, full uniform, like, full cop get-up, everything, fucking has her star on, has all her gear on, like, she drove from Davis County Sheriff's Office down to Woods Cross to my school, and fucking blew out that back door as I was walking across the playground to come meet Ty, Jordan Michael fucking Leishman, what do you think you're fucking doing, like, and like... I'm on the playground, and there's other kids out. Kids and I'm not the like, only Whoa. person. Yeah, you know what I mean? I'm not the only person behind the school. That was pretty embarrassing. Yeah. But I was more scared of being in trouble and not knowing why I was in trouble. Because to me, in my head, it was perfectly, yeah. perfectly logical. Mm-hmm. And I mean, now, that's perfectly logical. We didn't have cell phones back then. I couldn't call Francis and be like, hey, Francis, I'm going to wait for Ty to get out of school, and I'm just going to walk with him back to the yeah. house. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like... A slip of judgment on my part, but it—that was that was pretty embarrassing.
1: So, mine's not like as a kid, but my it happened with my mom, and my, so I have a nickname I hate. I mm-hmm. let alone hate my short name, mm-hmm. but I hate my nickname more than anything. Maybe that's why I hate to be called Cam, like because you a,
0: don't like the nickname. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
1: my nickname is his little. I I even hate saying it out loud. But my mom calls me Cam Cam. Yeah. So, just because after Bam Bam, because when I was little I got a hernia from lifting Mm -hmm. a coffee table. Because I would just lift things all the time as a child. And so, forever, her and my dad have called me Cam Cam. And I was like, it just, I bothers the hell out of me. And so, I was working at Burger King. And... (laughs) It was like my first, like not not that my first job, where it was my first like legal job, <laughs> like where I actually was like doing something. And um, actually, no, it was my second one because I worked for Arby's first. But mm-hmm. um, my mom was so excited that I was like getting on track.
0: Burger King is literally less than a quarter mile yeah. away from their house, yeah.
1: <laughs> so I was like, "Cool, I could walk there. I could try to get some like real money, you know." Right. And my mom comes through the drive-through. And we all have headsets on, knowing what's up. And she screams, not talks, not like, like, hi, welcome to Burger King. Can I take your order? Mm. No, it's straight up like, it's camera there. Is my cab cab working? I'm like, holy fuck. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up, woman. Please, please. And she's like, and everybody's laughing. I'm just right. like, what? And I get on because you can just push button to talk. I'm like, yeah, mom, just order. <laughs> yeah. Is that you? I'm like, mom, it's a drive-through. It's not... <laughs> Just just order, please. <clears throat> so that was the first job that happened at. Mm-hmm. And then I go and work for another job that I currently at, uh, and my boss calls me. And we were working overnights so at the time, me and my wife. And we were living out of their basement. And we were sleeping, and they called me. And so this boss is like second in command, pretty much. And she screams down the stairs. And I don't like this guy. Mm-hmm. And she screams down the stairs. Cam, Cam, wake up. Work's on the phone. Cam Cam. So I'm like half asleep. Like mm. what the hell is going on? I stumble upstairs and I get the phone and it's like second and command and he's like sup Cam Cam. I'm like mm. don't you dare say a damn <laughs> word about it. What do you want? And long story short, everybody found out about work and then they yeah. all called me and I hated it for so long. I still hate that name.
0: Yeah. So oh, and it's funny too cuz it's like your mom knows that you don't like it
1: and she still does and,
0: it and and she she still does it on purpose but she also like it, when my daughter first started talking, oh yeah, she was like Uncle Cam Cam, I like because Sophie already calls you Uncle Cam,
1: yeah, but like which is fine if kids call me it, I don't care, right? It's just one like, anyways, right?
0: And then and then we go over we go over to your mom's house for a barbecue or something like that, and and she says your mom says something to Sophie about Uncle Cam Cam, and Sophie looks all confused and she's like, why are you saying his name twice? <laughs> yeah. Like his yeah. name's Uncle Cam, not Uncle Cam Cam. Like yeah. why are you saying it that way? And she was like, oh, no, that's what his nickname is. That's what we call him. I know. <laughs> and so your mom purposely tries to get Sophie to call you Cam Cam, and she just doesn't.
1: <laughs> I know. I love Sophie. That's why I love her so much. Oh, um, Cam. But that's like, there's other embarrassing small things that are dumb, but like um, nothing too crazy that like with my family that's embarrassing. Um yeah,
0: I mean there was plenty of things. Well, yeah, like
1: normal like, things. But... Well,
0: like like when all of our friends would come over and hang out at my house, and yeah. the shit that happened at my house was was just... when when your whole group of friends, like seven eight teenagers, are like, yeah, let's not hang out here where we know we can pretty much get away with anything we want to. Let's not be here, and let's go somewhere else. That's pretty embarrassing.
1: Yeah, I, uh, don't get me wrong, I was not a great child, and there was some times where uh, people, like, we like hanging outside in the front lawn and stuff, or like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, we'd be hanging out around the house, and, uh, there'd be times that people would be like, yeah, we don't want to go over to your house for a while. <laughs> that, those are embarrassing moments. There's,
0: there's one thing when you're a bad kid, and you're getting in trouble a lot, and there's another thing when it has nothing to do with you, and people are like, mm.
1: Yeah, so like that, like so. My, if you
0: want to come over to my house and hang out, Jordan, because we don't want to be at your house. See,
1: that's why that never bothered me. Because like, ah, sweet home. Oh, they got it. Feels normal. <laughs> yeah. um, so this one is the question is people beating death, um, either you or like people you know, or or a crazy story of people beating death. So. Um,
0: like having a near-death experience, kind of. Yeah. Okay.
1: So mine, and I don't, I don't know if I would have died from this, but I definitely would have got hurt real, real, real bad. So there's a frontage road that, like, is now like a main freeway kind of thing over in Farmington. Mm-hmm. And me and my buddy Landon, we were running, and we're both big guys. Um, and most of the time, I can run faster than Landon, pretty much on that, like, on a dead sprint. Mm-hmm. And not by a long shot, but I can run faster than him. And we were, we were younger, and he, I was like. We said we were going to race or something, and I can't remember the exact story. I just remember, like, okay, we're going to run as fast as we can across the street. And it was late at night. I don't know what was going on. Well, then I start hearing Landon, like, yelling something, and I'm figuring he's talking shit. So I'm like, I'm just gonna push myself even harder. And I'm gonna push like I'm gonna like because I'm pretty sure he's just talking shit. Cause I, right. I'm Lanning can lo- last longer than I can, but my sprint at the beginning is much faster.
0: Right.
1: And so I'm like, ah, he's just talking shit. I'm gonna push myself even harder. And I just start running even faster. And I'm pushing, I'm pushing. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, okay, I'm getting a little winded. Well, next thing I know, as like right before I'm like, I'm okay, don't get winded, just run. And next thing you know, Landon... I get this like choke back because Landon grabbed the back of my hoodie and I choke back and as my hands go out in front of me, I'm trying to explain it as I'm doing it, Mm -hmm. my hands go out in front of me and they actually nick the side of a car speeding with their lights off
0: oh no shit yeah
1: i would have ran smack down right into that car if i didn't catch me and even to this day i'm like how the hell did you ever catch up to me and land's like i don't know dude i just we <laughs> were gonna
0: die Landon's
1: just like I, I knew i had to so i did right because he was yelling at me there's a car and it didn't have its fucking lights on
0: right but you're fucking
1: booking it yeah and, and, can't, and can't can't i was it. like yeah shut the fuck up asshole and he's like i'm gonna save your life ski right <laughs> so that was that was one um i think I I figured I have more but that was pretty much
0: I mean I don't I don't know I'm sure there's there's lots of times I mean Jake Jacob is a fucking psychotic driver and there have been some moments where I'm like dude Kay, No, we can't do that. Like, you know the uh, What is it? Fifth West and Bountiful where, where it merges onto the freeway going northbound and it's like on the right side of the road and there's the 5th right there or whatever. The filth is what we all yeah. jokingly call it. It was gridlock, dude. And it was right when they were first building that lane that goes from from 5th to parish, And it wasn't there. And you immediately had to merge. Yeah. And it was gridlock and Jake's like, oh, well, I'm going to floor it on the on-ramp. <laughs> and his PT cruiser that had a turbo in it and the thing fucking hauled ass. And he took like the seats out so it was crazy light. I'm not shitting you, dude. We hit like 115 miles an hour going on that, on that on-ramp. And there's just a parking lot in front of us. And I'm like, we're going to die. We're going to die. <laughs> like, I don't want to die because there's a barricade right on the right side and there's nothing but cars on the left. Mm-hmm. And he fucking weaves himself around in the emergency lane and pops into traffic next like nothing was wrong. I was like, bro, no. You can't do that to me. <laughs> not, do that when I'm not in the car. But there, there's been times driving with Jake where I thought I was going to die. But like Jake's Jake's a good driver, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. He's, he's pretty if he's comfortable with it then I shouldn't. Yeah. Shouldn't not be. But um I don't know. Like I've been I've been super sick before that could have turned into me dying. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, Oh, I'm just gonna sleep for the week and hopefully get over it.
1: <laughs> yeah, there uh there was one other near death experience I thought about. Um so I was just barely got my license. Just barely got my license and Anybody that's not from Utah, um, when it snows and you're a first time driver in the snow, mm-hmm. like actual first time driver, it's, it's weird to drive in it. Like if you're not yeah. like normal and natural to it, like now I like freaking, it's like a blizzard and I don't even give a shit. But right. first time my parents, thank God they bought me spiked tires for my car <laughs> because I would have died. And I, so I was turning and it was kind of like a, a front, the frontage road. And, uh, there was the, a bunch of semis coming and I was like, oh, I got this. Like I've been driving my car for like a fucking month probably. Right. And I started spinning out like, cause I went to go turn and I just started spinning, but I was right in the middle of the road and I, my car like just started spinning. My tires started spinning mm-hmm. and a semi was coming and started honking his horn and started slamming on his brakes and he started sliding sideways. And my car wasn't moving and he wasn't stopping. Yeah. And all of a sudden out of nowhere, my tires caught and spun me out and, and threw my car into the park. Yeah, and I was like, and then the semi just like slid past to where my car was. Not that I would have died, but like I mean, could have easily. Yeah. But like looking back on it, uh, like how fast was that semi going? That kind of thing. But I just remember my being thinking like, I'm gonna die. I better just step on this gas. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like that that was pretty crazy. And then, of course, it's like my first month of driving a car. I never told my parents. <laughs> right, <laughs> I was like, no, I'm good. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, there was, I don't know, there there might have been a lot of times I got near misses on cars when I was driving, like, riding my bike with tie bombing mm-hmm. heels, stuff like that, but nothing that really stands out where I was like, whew, that was, that was a near-death experience, like, I've never had that moment where I was like, oh, like, I just skirted death right then and there, there have with- been a lot of, like, real shit, like, being super sick, or, mm-hmm. like, I almost lost my leg to that,
1: Whatever that was. It, it
0: was it, a form of staph infection yeah. that I didn't know that I had. And I just thought it was eczema yeah. because I, was, well, that's told, what it like. I <laughs> was told that I had eczema. Yeah. yeah. And like I was dating my, my daughter's mom, Savannah, and like she was like, it's getting bigger. And I was like, oh, it's a rash. Rashes do that. No big yeah. deal. Whatever. I'll put some fucking cortisol or whatever the fuck that cream yeah. is and rub it on it so it doesn't itch and I'm fine. And I did, and it wasn't itching anymore. And then finally, like, she was like, no. Like, it's from the bottom of your ass all the way down to the back of your knee on, on like, my right thigh. And she was like, you have to go to the doctor. And I went to the doctor, and he was like, so... If you would have waited, like, another 24 to 36 hours, we would have had to take your leg in the hip. Damn it, we did <laughs> <laughs> But apparently, yeah, apparently it's a form of staph infection called cellulitis. And it was like eating away at the bottom layers of my skin. And if I would have let it go a little bit longer it would have started eating the muscle away, started eating everything away at the back of my leg.
1: So um
0: I guess I could have died in surgery.
1: Yeah. Like I was like I was thinking I'm like yeah <laughs>
0: Amputating a whole leg at the hip is that's is a quite, big deal. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you know what I mean? That's a pretty big deal. Um it's it's a little Thank
0: you, Savannah, for saving my leg.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um so this one's a little off um, it just so have to do with cars was make me think. So I have a buddy named Zeus and we used to um, carpool together. And mm-hmm. one morning, um, I call him Zeus all the time, but uh, one morning we were driving and we got rear-ended in my car and my in my Oldsmobile. And um, that was a fucking tank, did, like no damage to it. But we had to fill out the police report. And it was in the middle mm-hmm. of traffic so we had to pull off the guy the, so it, we got rear-ended once and then another person rear-ended them and then the, that's what like so it was a three-car pileup and we were the first ones the The last guy moves his car and the front of his car is just smashed mm-hmm. and the next guy moves his car and it's literally a pancake like I'm surprised it moved yeah and I was like god I have these ni- this nice sound system in my car it's gonna be damaged like I'm gonna have to get new shit and so we we get, like, mine starts up. They didn't have to get out and push mine or anything. So mine starts up. I get off the freeway. And I look at the back of my car. There's, like, scratches on my paint. hmm And I'm like, sweet. I <laughs> Love it. Because it's, like, a still frame and everything. Right. So and the other guy had, like, a tiny little car. But anyways, so we're sitting there filling out paperwork. And we're late for work, all this other stuff. And he says... A, I don't, like, there's no way that this could have happened. Like, he literally was God, and that's why I call him Zeus, and this is where he got his nickname. He says to me, and he looks, or he looks, and he says, Man, it really sucks that we were in an accident. All I want to do is see an accident. And we both look over when he says that, and a semi lifts up off the ground and smashes a car. Because the car slid into the semi, mm-hmm. and the semis were so big and heavy, it literally went up onto the car, and once it hit that center point of gravity on the car and it gave way, it just smashed the back end of the car and just smashed it. So we're like, whoa, dude, don't <laughs> tell me you need to see a million dollars right now. So we started laughing, and like, we're like, okay, we got to make sure everybody's okay, Like, you know what I mean? And somebody gets out, and her name is Jamie Lynn. And she works with us. She was on her way to work. Yeah. And she, her car was the only got smashed. And we're like, are you okay? <laughs> oh, Jesus. But, yeah, it made me think about a car accidents. I,
0: I love that car because I bought that car from you. Mm. And I actually got rear-ended in that car as well. I mean, while you had it, it got rear-ended, what, three, four times?
1: got rear-ended three times and T-boned by an uh, old-school, like, uh, pin-nosed car. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I got rear-ended in that car. I was driving, driving by the high school by Davis, and when they were doing all the construction to widen the road, mm-hmm. and they had the dude out there, a little construction dude with the stop sign, and I pull up to him, and I stop going, and, like, I'm just sitting there waiting for him to flip it by, do whatever, and, like... Because I bought the car from you and it had a dope sound system in it. I was fucking with the stereo. And I see him waving his arms. (laughs) He's like... "Ah." And and I look up at him and I kind of cock my head. Like, what the fuck are you waving your arms at, dude? And he he just, like, is waving to the car behind me. And he's, he's... Stop, 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 stop. Boom! I jerk forward into the intersection, like, completely. Threw my soda everywhere. All the CDs came out. Like, I got hit hard. And I look in my rearview mirror, and the front of that car is completely caved in, the one that hit me. And, like, the motor broke through the firewall, and, like, it was in the passenger seat. And I was like, my car's fucking totaled, man. Like, I'm fucking pissed, and I'm angry because it's some little teenage girl. And I was, like, 24 at the time or some shit like that. And I was all livid and fucking... I get out, and I see her car just totally smashed. And I walk around the back... Of the aurora, and it that chip that was on it yeah. because you got rear-ended, would got a little bit bigger. <laughs> I did, I'm telling
1: you, dude, that was my <laughs> she favorite. She hit
0: me going 45 miles an hour, Cameron.
1: <laughs> I tell you, I didn't love even that car. stop.
0: She didn't have any skid marks beforehand or anything. Like she re- and it was it was sucked too because she could. I go make sure she's okay once I realized that. Yeah. My car is completely fine. and she, Your life is... <laughs> put your life complete, on pause for a minute. Like I was walking by and that's, that was the first thing that I saw. And she gets out of her car and she's all apologetic, and she's crying and whatever and she's fine. She's not hurt. But she's like, please don't call the cops. Please don't call the cops. Please don't call the cops. I wasn't supposed to take the car.
1: Aww.
0: She... Her dad was out of town and she was like... What, what, what are you going to say to your dad? Well, she, Anyways. Was, she was from one of those like big Mormon families. Yeah. So she had like... Twelve brothers and sisters, and so she called her brother, and I still had to like the construction dudes. They called the police, and yeah. we had to fill out the paperwork and everything like that. But her older brother shows up, and he's he's probably my age, maybe a little bit older, and he's like, "We'll pay you cash if you don't make a claim on it," because apparently they had eight, seven or eight kids on their insurance, and she absolutely totaled the Smasta three. <laughs> it like completely totaled. Like there was no front end to it. <laughs> I never, I never called him for the money, and I never made a claim because it like, already—it's a chip in the paint.
1: So when I got rear-ended, and that that kid, uh, that kid, uh, like we had to go through his insurance. I'm thinking ah, it's not even worth the money. Like mm-hmm. it's not, the Aurora has a three-tone paint job in it, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, it's and like
0: fifty-eight hundred dollars to repaint it. Yeah, yeah. I was
1: like, yeah. <laughs> So like it was it was it was nice, um, but yeah that was that was like the crazy that Aurora was a nice car. I would definitely. I
0: loved that Aurora.
1: That um, car
0: was fantastic.
1: But what are we at?
0: Are we at an hour?
1: We are at pretty much an hour, so I think we wrap it up. I probably. think so too.
0: We gotta gotta start off the week right.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: and you guys can start off the week right listening to us.
1: Yep. As always, we love you guys.
0: no we do we absolutely are just completely floored yeah the amount of support and you guys are phenomenal and they keep keep pushing in more talking points and everybody is liking and sharing and you guys are just amazing and we're super super appreciative
1: yeah and with that jordan's gonna wrap us up
0: Hey, beautiful people! Find us on Spotify, Google Play Music, iTunes, Radio Public, Stitcher, and we got our, our YouTube up just recently. You can find us on all the social medias: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. At When ADHD Collides. Thanks for the continued support. Remember to give us a like and a share. Then uh, submit your suggestions for talking points on any of those on any of those platforms.